Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. All my South Shore neighbors, this is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, along with my broker team here. I have Mary Baker with me this evening. Hello, Mary Baker. Hello, Sharon McNamara. How are you? I'm just wonderful. I am too. And we also have Melissa Wallace who is getting our Facebook Live up so you can watch us on Facebook. Uh, We are going to be there in one second. And there we are. Hello, everybody. You can see we have Larry in the house with us too. Hey, Larry. Hey. Thank you for putting together our new like in-house studio. Yeah, we made it work. It's in-house. In-house studio. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we just, you know, we're trying to figure it all out. Ben, how's everything over there at WATD Studio? Doing good. You know, great day so far. Everything sounds great out of the brand new studio. Looking forward to the show. Perfect. So um, we are here um, at our office at 19 Mattachusett Street, and we just thought that this would be a better way for us to sort of broadcast our show every week. Bringing the radio show home. Yeah, yeah. It's in-house. You get it? (laughs) So anyways, the reason why I think it's going to work out really nicely, too, for us is I think getting our um, people to come here, you know, if we have guests and things like that, we can easily get them here to our space. But there's a couple things we have to work out, like my rattle bracelet <laughs> well, that would happen in, in the radio station no, too you know I feel I feel so like secure knowing that Larry is next to me so Larry Nelson is here with us and he is you like what is your exact title I don't even know operations, you have so many. operations manager now operations manager yeah that's a big that, uh, big shot background in the engineering mm. of the radio and building studios and stuff and now we have this portable studio so yeah we just won't go anywhere we want yeah that's awesome yeah. yeah not that we'll really want to go far from here but we will so um um, Melissa is with us this evening. Hello, Mel. Hello, hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. You feeling better? 
I'm feeling better, yes. Yes. I know you've been <laughs> so, out for a little bit, huh? I've been out for two weeks. Yeah. Well, I haven't been on the show for two weeks. Yeah. So, so Melissa was really sick. So. Oh. Yep. So, I was. Yes. Yep. So she had a little bit of a little bit of a stay in the hospital too. So oh, yes. no. Now that Nana knows, we can say it. Yeah. Now that Nana knows, I wasn't actually at a meeting two weeks ago. I was in the hospital <laughs> for four days, and I felt like I was lying to Nana. I'm sorry, Nana. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, so the show is really going to basically work the same way that we've always done it. So we are we have Ben at the studio. He'll be manning phones. So if you do have any questions for regarding real estate, just feel free to give us a call at 781-837-4900 and he will be able to get you to us. Uh, so feel free to do that. Um, I'm a little nervous to tell people if you're driving by, feel free to step in. <laughs> because yeah, this board is intimidating that's sitting next to me right now. But we have the new microphones and all that other stuff. So, But we are on Facebook Live. You can go to Sharon Costa McNamara and you can see us there. Uh, and if you have any questions and you want to get them to us that way, feel free to do that. But uh, we're going to stay with the same format, so we'll be listening to uh, listening for Lisa DeMilo. Uh, she'll be giving us the traffic update, and then after that, we were going to do a agent spotlight, but um, we decided not to just in case. Larry, you can be our spotlight. Something, something didn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so we have Larry here tonight, anyways. I'd much rather that. And then after that, we'll get into our topics of what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk and continue a conversation. Mary and Melissa, you weren't with me. I was not. Nope. So. Um, Mark and I, a couple weeks ago, we did something on condos, but we didn't get very far. I um, haven't even caught up on the show, so I'm going to be completely... This I will tried, be a new one, a I tried one to watch me. it on Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> when I, that was my first night in the hospital, but it was a little, a little yeah. loopy. But we had our first office meeting here, too, Larry. I mean, you want to talk about commitment, right? So she usually does the agenda and has everything together. Yeah, so yeah. there I was, sweating it out. I was like, I can figure this out. I can do this. <laughs> and we had Facebook. I said, I'm going to put Facebook book live on so Melissa can watch the the office meeting because we have a private meeting. Oh, okay. I was going to I was going to say <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody in the world is tuning in to uh, see what's going on. Yeah, we do. We have Lisa DeMilo. How's it looking out there tonight, Lisa? Well, Sharon, the expressway southbound is hardly moving from the tunnel down to South Bay or back in it from Granite Ave to the split. Northbound's tough from Furnace Brook up past Neponset Circle and again up towards the tunnel. Route 3 South is stop and go from the expressway down past Union Street, then brief delays down past exit 9. The Sagamore and the Bourne are both delay-free, and routes 24 and 44 aren't bad. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Amazon is hiring full-time warehouse team members in Boston with benefits starting day one. Learn more and apply at Amazon.com slash Boston Jobs. Amazon's an equal opportunity employer. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. Talk Real Estate continues on WATD. Now, let's connect with this week's Boston Connect Real Estate's Weekly Agent Spotlight. Spotlight. Agent Spotlight this week. I suppose we are the Agent Spotlight. You know, we're going to have Larry be our uh, yeah. Spotlight. We're going to Spotlight is, his, um, his job at WATD. Oh, yes. Well, you know, it is funny because earlier today we were we were talking about deeds and research and deeds and stuff. And then, Yeah, you know I mean, a lot of information like, about I, that. I, I tell a lot of people, you know, you, you need to go to Sharon. You need to see Sharon. She needs to be a broker. But uh, I, a well, we of, appreciate that. What I tell a lot of people Very to do so. is to always research the area that they're thinking about buying and get an old 
map of the area. You want to know what was there before? Yeah. You know, you don't want to... What if you're purchasing a home and it's uh, in an, it was an industrial park or something? You didn't know that. You know, yeah, the, the Pilgrim Nuclear Power Plant's going away. I'm assuming in a few years when it's gone, it could be condos there. You want to live uh, on top of that? I never even thought about you know, that. I, really I, I don't didn't. know. But, you know, for a lot of us in this area, in the Pembroke, Marshfield, Dexby area, a lot of the... Um, the homes and the land was all farmland, so it's good to know what was there. Or did somebody fill in a pond? Was your house built in a pond? And how? What's the level, the sea level area? Because yeah. we're all worried about coastal flooding and and, and and stuff like that. So I usually tell people, you know, where are you, where are you gonna live? I think, oh, I've got an app on my phone that has these old maps on it, mm. so I can go there and it's GPS enabled, and I can see what was there before. Huh? That's, you know, I would love to get the whether it was that a railroad app. that ran through or. Uh, maybe there was a, a pond that was in, in front of your house that got filled mm-hmm. in and stuff. Uh, so it's very interesting to see those old old maps. And a lot of times when you go to antique shops, you can find some of the old maps. Yeah. And, they'll, and you can find your street, and they have the names of the people who used to live there. So one of the nights that I couldn't sleep, I was up to almost 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> on the Restory of Deeds uh, webpage. Yeah. And you can research your deeds and go back, and you can find all these all these different things about, you know, all the different people lived there, and maybe when the house was built and the subdivision was made, or um, how many restrictions were on those deeds, or um, historical preservations that have mm-hmm. been put on those deeds. It's very, very interesting stuff, and a lot of people have, um, they have the, they have, through deeds, they have rights to, you know, access things on the other side of some yeah, of the property that get through the easement the rights. Yep. A lot of them are for electric companies, and but in in the, uh, you know, years ago they were for the the different farmers and stuff, so they could get uh, around to do uh, irrigation work. Oh, see, that's so, really. I like all those old. Like, things. You still see them sometimes. Those old like paths, yeah. like it will say like cart like path yeah. and things like that. They're still on the deeds. That's what one of my like, favorite shows is to have. W- jump one up of the on interesting that. things that came across on looking at old maps was that there used to be an airport in Hanover, and I think that's where the senior center is now. I think it was called Clark's Airport. Somebody mm-hmm. out there probably mm-hmm. remembers it, and it was probably taken for World War II and then never reopened again. Now, oh. Plymouth Airport was, was oh. taken for, for World War II efforts. Really? And there's one old hangar that's still there all these years later. Wow. But then, and then it was uh, then uh, it went up for a surface auction, and, and then the oh. town purchased it. Do you follow any of this, um, any of the Connect pages that we created? No. So we have Pembroke Connect, Marshfield Connect. I, I, you talk, we were talking about that earlier today. Yes. And it is fascinating, and it's a great way to find out things in the different communities that you yes. may think about mm-hmm. living in. You yes, know? absolutely. It's a way to bring the community together, which is why these pages were created. But um, in one of them right now, it's actually Hanover Connect, there's been a big debate going on because somebody um, has come down with brain cancer and he started doing some research and he just he basically got a map and he started mapping the fireworks. out. The fireworks? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what was coming up. I don't even yeah. know where they're talking about, but there was, yeah. what, a fireworks plant? The firework, from what I understand, it, there was a, a plant that made fireworks. Yeah. And they, they've been digging up and, and exploding stuff that they've found. Really? And it's, uh, if you know Hanover, it's with the, I think it was called the West Hanover Railroad Branch. It came mm-hmm. in for there an industrial area in there. Um, I've hiked out to it for the, there's actual portion where there's still some, yeah. some rails. And uh, there were signs up that, you know, that 
you know, you don't want to be don't in enter, there. Don't enter, mm-hmm. don't. But the gates weren't closed, so. So I went in. I'm sure, <laughs> so I'm I went sure in. I went in. So they weren't trying so really hard to keep me out, so no, I went in. No, no, so, you know, it's a lot of times those signs are on the other side of mm-hmm. the, the, the gates. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, that's been a cleanup process now for a lot of yeah. lot of years. And there's a lot of those Superfund sites all around, and mm-hmm. uh, Plymouth had, had one on the waterfront, the yeah. old Revere Copper and Brass mm-hmm. building, the Cordage Company. Yeah. Was, uh, was a map. I've talked to many people who talked about wanting mm-hmm. to... Um, Redevelop it and everything, and and you know they found that there was stuff very there, so that was a super fun site that was cleaned. Uh-huh. So th- there's, you know, there's those are ways that you know most people go to the town hall and they find out how much the taxes are on a house and stuff. Yeah. And I always tell people find out what was there before. Yeah. You know when was that neighborhood built? You know it was built in the 50s, so what was there before that? Oh, it was a mm-hmm. cow pasture. Yeah. Okay, that might be safe. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean because you know? cow poop was good. I mean people put it <laughs> in their garden. Really nice yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have really, really nice grass. Yeah. Well, I mean that is a really good point too, Larry. And I mean, as we when we work as buyers agents, um, you know, there was some controversy. There's there's generally some controversy that goes around these Facebook pages because yeah. people are like, oh, it's a real estate um, agent in office that put that together, and they're using it. They're saying it's for the community, mm-hmm. but it's really for them. It's that's not true. I just happen to be a real estate agent who put that together, and one person really upset me and said, oh, of course the real estate agent wants to delete a post like this because they don't want people to know where dangerous things are. I mean. We have friends and become oh, friends with the people we help buy houses. Certainly, if we knew anything, mm-hmm. we have to disclose it actually legally. Well, I knew some. I worked with somebody who bought a house, and I'm not going to mention the area of the town, but um, they, I was glad that they got out of there. And I said, "Well, you do know that was a you lived near there. Mm. That was to be an automobile junkyard. Um, How many people have cancer in neighborhood?" She went, "What? Yeah." And like every other person had some type of a, a cancer. cancer. Yeah. Well, and I even know, like, we just put up a garage at our house, and we started digging, what, like, in May or something, right? Oh, yeah. And um, what happened was you have to, we had to dig four feet for the foundation, but they kept on uncovering different things, like whiskey bottles, and, Mm -hmm. like, there were some car parts in there, and some, like, things like that, you know, like, just a lot of, it was, it was probably where it was junked, but... And two more feet down, you pulled out a Packard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was somebody, actually, at one point in the neighborhood it was put in a pool and there was an entire car oh in there. Oh my god, wow. So that whole area was all cranberry bogs. So they filled in the land. So they were filling in yeah. the land, but I think what was happening too over time is like right where my pool is, that was an old cranberry bog house, mm-hmm. so like the workers lived in that house. They must have just been drinking whiskey and throwing the bottles yeah. over there and it <laughs> ended up being a big pile. So um, yeah, you uncover a lot of different things. So, yeah. um, But the good news about using Hanover Connect, Pembroke, that was on Hanover Connect, Pembroke Connect, Marshfield Connect, all of those different pages, we we reserve the right as you know the company that put it together to list you know, to show our listings, but we don't let it, you know, a free for all for all agents and companies because mm-hmm. then it just becomes about real estate. So yeah. I do have just real estate pages, but I think that it's really nice because this person who did it, there were other people watching it. So the Patriot Ledger got in touch with him and they joined an interview mm-hmm. with him. And then there was um, a cancer doctor. I think there was one or two cancer doctors that live in Hanover and was starting to follow it too. So they were meeting with him. So in mm-hmm. the end, maybe they'll find out if there's that some is really good that comes from all of the controversy. Yeah. Well, all, all the, that, all the so. different uh, cancers and stuff, you know, a lot of people say, well, you didn't hear about this in the 50s. Well, cancer wasn't always diagnosed. Yeah. Um, I didn't go back in time and, and read, 
you know, how, um, you know, I'm on the board of directors for the, the Daniel Webster estate. And mm -hmm. Daniel Webster's first wife died of what we would say today was cancer. She had a growth on her, oh, really? you know, on her stomach that was, you know, outside the body pushing. And, mm -hmm. and that, you know, that to me sounds like that was cancer. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know it back in the 1830s yeah. or 1820s. Mm -hmm. And his diary it was something he wrote that the day that she died, she was the happiest and felt healthy and strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you hear that even today with with people who mm -hmm. who are passing away from cancers and stuff, but we know more about it and we know some of the causes of it. Mm -hmm. But you know, Facebook has become one of those things where you know, the, the latest thing, the the um, E. coli in the Marshall water and the boil uh, order, yeah. which has now been rescinded, um, you, you start to hear you know all of these made up stories, That's which led down to. Uh, cancer and, and like they were talking about what about these ponds and what about this and then and and what you know what do they used to do there and, mm -hmm. and it, it just led me to to back to the looking at the maps mm -hmm. looking at deeds and finding what was on those we parcels of property at one time some of these ponds you know because in the area. many there have been many towns that we won't name we won't get into um, that, that there was a study done Years ago, and Ed had sent me out. Ed Perry, the owner of the station, had sent me out to a science fair, and um, I think it was a, there was a kid there, and I think it were kids from all over the place. And he he had this one town that that I know of, and he had this study, and I started talking to him. I said, "Well, you got this. Uh, you did this test this on the water there, and you got uh, the acid. What what's the cause of that? Where does it come from? Mm -hmm. Do you know what that acid's from? He said, it's from car batteries." Oh. And then I said, and then I said, what about this one? Because he had the whole map of the town. I said, what about this one over here? Oh, that was some whatever it was. And I found out that you know, and it's all alleged mm -hmm. that um, you know, back in the day, a selectman got an envelope, and yeah. you know, nobody's ever going to build anything back there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and one, at one time, in, <laughs> at one time, they were putting in a soccer field at a school, and they came across drums. But if you look at your old maps. There wasn't anything there. Yeah. So it was just a place dump it. No, you can forget about oh, it. Yeah. And they dug down to put, and they found um, these these drums of. Oh. I still don't remember what was in them, but you know what was in them is causing something. Oh yeah. You know, because people just don't bury empty metal drums. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing too. Um, and P.S. I thought you meant like uh, drums, bongo drums. No, no, um, drums. <laughs> that... Very strange thing to get rid of. Well, if you I was come, like, wow, if... like is he telling me like it was maybe like an Indian the burial? Beatles, thing? The Beatles drum set. No, no, I was thinking like an Indian burial no. ground or something, and that was like their drum. Like, no, I, I would, I would, drum. I would use the word uh, drums of hazardous waste. Okay, yes, that's <laughs> the much stuff better. that nobody. And, 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 and the theory was up until maybe the '60s, and then of course the whole movement in the in the '70s to uh, for the environment and stuff to start Earth Day starting in 19. 1970. People used to say, you know, nobody's ever going to build back yeah, there. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody's ever going to build back there. Yeah. And, but I don't even know that they even knew what the consequences would be. No, it's not as extensive as and, it And the stuff, that, the stuff that, I mean, we used to, when I went to school, they used to burn the trash. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't in, I'm not that old. <laughs> but I can remember going, oh, they're building, they're burning the milk cartons now. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And people used to burn their trash in their backyards. Oh, my goodness. And never you know, think anything of it. Sit right there and mm -hmm. breathe in the smoke and. Yes, it's uh -huh. awful. Um, but one, well, anyways, you're talk, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. I have Larry Nelson on with us tonight because we're doing our first show from our office space here at 19 Mattachusa Street. Ben, can you hear the cars going by? You know, I can't, but I'm kind of surprised. 
Okay, good. <laughs> but we can. <laughs> yeah, but we can, exactly. And, and I, I told you that would happen. You would probably hear things. Yeah. But it wouldn't go over through the processing at the yeah. radio station. That's so. good. So I have Mary and Melissa with me, too. We're just taking a picture. And um, we're actually on Facebook Live, too. So if you want to find us, you can go to Sharon Costa McNamara. I don't know. Ben, do you have that up? Can you hear? Is the volume okay on that? Everyone's saying that they can hear us. Okay, perfect. Well, that's good. Great. Um, so we're going to continue our conversation. Again, Larry, those are really good points, too. And one of the things mm -hmm. I want to bring up is, you know, when we work as buyer's agents, we do our best to try to mm -hmm. uncover that. But it is really, you know, the buyer's responsibility is to do some yeah. of that due diligence. I yeah. mean, we don't look into, like, what was on the land before and things like yeah. that. We don't know. Um, but certainly if we do know, we would certainly have to disclose if it yeah. was factual, this is a cause of cancer, blah, blah, blah. Like, we would certainly have to tell people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I well, don't care if it's interesting, legal or not. An interesting thing happened uh, is happening this year. This is the 40th anniversary of this old house. Oh. And um, I got up the magazine and I and I watched their uh, thing on it. And the first house that they did, the, the, they actually bought it mm -hmm. as in Dorchester and they did a renovation of it. And they went down into the basement and um, their plumber <laughs> at the time, <laughs> which which is, which is interesting because um, his son took over that role in the TV show and continues to do that uh -huh. uh, plumbing stuff. So they go down to the basement, this old house, and he says, yeah, that, uh, that old boiler's got to go. So they, when they went to take it out, they cut the pipes and they just threw it over. And he says, and all the asbestos is in the air. We didn't think anything of it. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and now as the show progresses, you see them, you know, zip tape down a room and mm -hmm. these professionals go in like they're going to go to the moon or something. Yeah. And they take out all <laughs> the, the asbestos and stuff. Um, the, it, it's amazing the, the things that were put into houses back then and nobody ever thought anything of it. And that's one of the things that, you know, you buy an older home, you need to go in and, and have a professional, get a uh -huh. professional that knows something uh -huh. um, and, and to check it out. And if you feel that professional may not be that professional, get uh -huh. somebody else. Yep. What, is, what is it going to cost you? A couple hundred bucks to have somebody yeah. go in and, and do a check of a house? Versus you having to buy the house and then rip out oh, that yeah. heating system, which a new heating system could be five to ten thousand dollars. What's yeah. it going to cost for that remediation that they the use? The remediation you know? of asbestos is very expensive. We actually we have a uh, personal interoffice Facebook page for the office, and one of our agents went on there last week while I was away, and I noticed they said, "Does anybody know an asbestos remediator?" So. Yeah. Um, something must have come up in one of the properties, but sometimes it you have on how it. extensive it yeah. is too. Is it through the pipes? Is it through the heating? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it like in a small little areas in the tile? Yeah. yeah. Is it in? Yeah. Well, it's in, it was in tiles. Um, we, uh, the Daniel Webster State just put a new roof on the uh, mm -hmm. the garage in the back. They call it the carriage house. And yeah. and you, we looked into can we can we go over that? Mm. And we were told no, it has to come off. So oh, really? they had to uh, go in there and spend a spend a whole uh, week. Uh, removing mm -hmm. all of that, all of the, um, the tiles. Mm -hmm. you know. So, well, one of the things we were going to sort of talk about tonight is um, we're going to talk about condos, but I'm sort of interested in this whole story that we're talking <laughs> about when you were telling me the story earlier, but maybe you want to talk about that. And the, um, But one of the things, 781-837-4900. I do actually have, have a caller questions. standing by for you. Oh, all right, perfect. We Who is this that's Tammy calling? Tammy from Halifax. We have Tammy from Halifax. Hello, Tammy. How are you? Hi. I'm okay, and you? I'm doing great. Thank you for calling in. This is our first okay. show, like, at the office, so I hope that you can hear us okay. 
Yes, I hear you very well. Congratulations okay. again. <laughs> Thank you. So yes. did you have a question for us? Yes. Um, one, I was wondering if by any chance, like I would love to be a, a future um, homeowner, and if I happen to buy a old home, is it possible to uh, convert or change into central air as a cooling system or either like a heating system? Oh, uh, yes. So, so I just want to repeat back to you just because I'm having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. It just wasn't really loud enough for me. If you turn up that last one there. This one? No. Um, <laughs> there you go. Okay, perfect. We're having fun with this. There's a live yeah, board tutorial. I love it. There we go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not that button. He's like, turn the button. I was like, there's 50 of them. <laughs> Which one? So um, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Tammy. 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 So, um, yes, if you do buy an older home, you certainly can make, you know, update the heating systems and put in central AC. So I don't know if you listened to the show. Maybe you've heard that we actually purchased for Boston Connect Real Estate a home. It's in 1925, so not 100 years. It has to be an antique. Is that true, Larry? Do you know? Yes. 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 So um, we bought the we bought this. It's a 1925 home. It did not have central AC, but we were able to put that in. So... And what ends up happening is you have to, you may end up giving up some of your closet space to get the trunks in. But I know that, you know, the company we used, they did a really good job. My husband is McNamara Plumbing, so he's really good at figuring all that out too. Mm -hmm. um, and we were able, we lost some space in some of our closets, but even Larry just was in here and yeah, commented yeah. how nice the air conditioner is working. But if, down they, if the place that uh, you're looking to buy has uh, forced hot air, it's easier mm -hmm. to put it in in one of those systems. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people just assume because I have forced hot air that I can add AC to it, but that is not always really? true. Yeah, nope, so that isn't always true. Um, but the other thing, too, is with Mark, he does a lot of the plumbing and everything. So with these older homes, he he does a really good job. He actually worked on, like, one of the first pilgrim houses in Hingham. Wow. And, yeah, and he mm. was able to redirect the pipes so it didn't disrupt any of the character. All right, I'm going to need him to come down and see my house for this bathroom <laughs> project that uh, seems to be, yeah. it's, 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 we started in 1994. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> You're well overdue. Yeah. I know. So, Tammy, did that answer your question okay? And the other thing, too, is, yeah. like, a lot of times in these homes they have radiators. So we ended okay. up keeping our radiators here. I love them. Mm -hmm. um, I just and, and they're good because you can sort of control each room with you know each radiator. They're efficient. They really are. Yeah, oh. I love them. Okay. And if they still if they're still in good shape, they a lot of the heating and plumbing people say can use them. Yeah, absolutely. You know? That sounds great. I thank you guys so much. You're very informative. Appreciate oh, you're your time. welcome. Yeah. Okay. A lovely show, and keep up the good work. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Tammy. Thank Thanks you. for listening in. You're, you're welcome. Anytime. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. We should do a show on antiques soon. I know. I want to get I like certified in antiques. We've had so many antiques, at least in the past three years that I've been here. <laughs> like we've had, we really mm -hmm. do. I love them. Yeah. I, I just find, you know, I always think if the walls could talk, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like what we would, you know, what we would hear. That's why I always kid because when I'm going up and down the stairs and I usually have heels on, I always say, how did the kids like sneak in the house in 1925? <laughs> yeah, you said that. They took the shoes off. <laughs> no, probably. Probably. They didn't wear stilettos. <laughs> they shimmied out the windows. Yeah, well, they didn't sneak out. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Just yeah, pick the boring there. answer. Yeah, I know. So um, wasn't wasn't anywhere to go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was all woods and everything. So you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, along with Melissa Wallace, Mary Baker, and we have Larry Nelson here with us, and he is um, the operations director of operations over at WATD, and uh, he has set up a new studio for us, so hopefully everybody is enjoying that. Uh, we're going to be able to do more things that, um, you know, having people here and everything, so we thought it would be good to have our studio here. Mm. The only thing is we can't get our Starbucks. <laughs> I was actually thinking that while I was out yeah. earlier. I was like, mm, someone I can go to the Hanover one, like, mm. you know, a little early. Half an hour beforehand. Well, yeah. Do you know what Larry's suggestion was? Is that we should call Starbucks and tell them we need a Starbucks in Pembroke. Well, yeah. I mean, we spent a lot of money there. <laughs> so maybe they could start a delivery service. You know? Yeah, they should. That's a good idea, they too. Should. Uber Eats, right? Mm-hmm. So we can get that going. So, um, you know what? It's 20 minutes up, so let's make a decision. Do we want us to sort of talk about more older things, or do we want to go back to what we were talking about with condos from a couple of weeks ago? We'll stick with the older. We'll yeah. stick with well, the older. Now, so I have it. So you remember how you just said, if walls could talk? Yeah. I'm thinking in my head. So it was so interesting when they dug up everything at your house, right? So when, mm-hmm. so if it was an old cranberry house and everything was filled in, when they dug up at my house, one of the most interesting thing we found, an old Coke bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but the a barn, so the barn that was on our property was rumored to have been from, um, had beams in it from the original Bryantville Center. So oh. it, it was really, really old, and the original part of the house was built in the 1800s. Hmm. So it just goes to say, like, how far back there was nothing interesting on our property, mm-hmm. even remotely, because it was so old. Mm-hmm. But Mary, do you notice that all of our microphones are this way? It's for a reason. I this is this is how I came into this. <laughs> there you go. Um, Does this but, help? Yeah, but Mary, you're doing um, right now. Actually, you're doing a renovation on your house, and you have an antique. So, how has that whole process been going? Is there anything interfering with other than the barn coming down? Anything interfering with? The well, process? So, um, previously, we never really had a, a lot of access to our basement. We only had one small, maybe, I don't know, maybe like 20 by four foot room where all of the utilities were and everything mm-hmm. else was a crawl space. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently, with the installation of the new in law, we were able to get access to the crawl space mm-hmm. through the new basement, which is really been kind of scary because I'm looking down there like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. it's allowed us to be able to access the pipes a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're able to close up a hatch that's in one of our bedrooms because there was literally like a hatch in the oh, floor. Yeah. I've got, oh. they got a hatch in my house, too. Do you too. have that, too? Yeah, there's, there's a crawl space underneath one part of the, the, the house, but the rest of the basement is accessible stairs. Mm-hmm. Do you know that those were probably used for root cellars or something, though, don't I you think? think? I don't probably. Think there was no evidence access. of anything like that, but I don't know why they didn't just have the rest of the basement go underneath it because there's... I just don't know what what it was for. Hmm. Well, we have an awesome listing, Larry. We'll have to come to our next open house to see it because I I know you would love it. And maybe we can get more research done on it. So it's over on uh, School Street in Mm -hmm. Pembroke. And it's this wonderful antique home. What year was that built? 1800s. Oh, I, don't I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I think it's earlier than that though. Earlier, it, wasn't it? Rumor it was brought. It? Yeah, it was brought. Remember, it was brought from the Cape. Yeah, like, on horseback. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Not on horseback, it, but you know, on isn't carriage. That, isn't that amazing how all these houses way back then were moved? Yeah. And you <laughs> you see how they're moved today, and the, the 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 way that they do it, and the engineer and everything. But um, there was a house in in Duxbury at Hall's Corner. It was the Hall's house. Yeah. And it was moved to I don't know Boston or something. I'm like, what? 
how was that done? I know. And it was right in the center of Hall's Corner. I guess they told me it was right in the center where the flagpole is. Uh And when they moved it, they just called it Hall's Corner. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Just it. Well, that's the thing with this one on Fuller School Street. I mean, this is a very, very big house. So, Mm -hmm. like, and I know that there were additions put on it at some point. And um, we obviously have an industrial kitchen and all kinds of great things over there at that house. But I thought about that. And I think it was in P-Town. So it was all it was all the way down, and I'm thinking that was far. Yeah. And think about like they didn't have Route Three, right? No. So they just like they you didn't know, have Route Six. Galloped away until they yeah. got tired. Was, wow. Horses, just there horses. There was a lot bringing of repair it. done once they got where they were putting it, and just kind of maybe. I've seen video of them floating Queen Anne's to get them to the new locations, and I'm like. Mm. What's going to happen in yeah. in the pictures that they've taken? I'm going underneath bridges and yeah, and, uh, it, it, and that's today. I know it's crazy. One of the other things I'm just now I'm thinking about all my listings and all these little fun stories I have. Um, again, you can call us with any real estate question that you may have. Next week we will take uh, we'll pick it all up when we're not so confused with all these buttons here. Um, we'll talk about <laughs> condos and everything. Um, but one listing I had, it was over on uh, Landing Road in Kingston. Mm-hmm. So if you followed Landing Road, it would go into um, into Duxbury. Yeah. Okay. Right off of near 3A. And it was up on a hill. And every time I would go to this house, I would like drive up the up the driveway. And I just always had this like feeling of like gleefulness. Like it was just awesome. I just loved this house. That's how I feel when I go into, well, certain houses make me feel that way. But I got the history from it, and it used to be a shipbuilder owned that property, and he used to build ships, but he had a slave, and in his will, he left land to the slave. Hmm. Which probably wasn't heard of back then, no, right? Wasn't. Which was probably why I was gleeful was as a, I was coming up the northern, hill. That was a northern, northern thing. Yeah, 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 right. So I felt gleeful when I was going up the hill because I was really happy um, that this was his land. So the the property uh, was right across the street. It's right across the street from the Jones River. Mm-hmm. And one of the stories that I had read about the Jones River was they used to make because I was like a shipbuilder. It doesn't make sense to me, like in Kingston. You know what I mean? Like I, you know what I mean? If I was all in the water, but like in this, Plymouth, maybe. Yeah, there's like a little stream across the street, which is the Jones River. So they would, when they were building these ships, what they would do when they were ready to get them out to the ocean, you know, as they were building them, they were getting heavier and heavier. So they were like sinking, you know what I mean, into the really into the ground. So as the tide was coming up and they were ready to get these ships off, they would get all the kids from the neighborhood to come onto the ship, and they would have the kids running from side to side, mm-hmm. really from starboard to port, starboard to port, back and forth. And it loosened, as the tide was coming up, it loosened the ship so then they could get the ship out into the ocean. Is that a great story? That's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad I could entertain. (laughs) When there's a will, there's a way. I know. In in many of our our towns, we're shipbuilding towns. Mm -hmm. Marshall was uh, before they changed the, the harbor. Yep. Pembroke. Um, I mean, Pembroke, Pembroke has yeah. the uh, their Kingston, emblem is uh, Kingston. Oh, the Independence, I think, was the ship. That's the symbol of the town. Which one, Kingston? Independence was the mm. is the symbol of the town. It's on their seal. Yeah, oh. I think on our seal is like a um, on Pembroke is a is a ship of some yeah. sort. And I, I would say probably Hanover too, because the North River right mm-hmm. there. Uh, they built lots of ships on the on those rivers. Yeah, I wonder where those ships are now. Uh, 
some of them, this is a funny thing, a lot of them, when they were dismantled, became people's houses. Really? You know, because mm. well, they were going to scrap it, so there's some wood to use. Well, that's interesting yeah. that you say that, because in this house on Landing Road, one of the main beams in the kitchen, one went this way, and then they had some going that way. I wasn't sure if they were decorative or what they were, but that was part of a ship. Yeah. And I, I still have the article. I don't know if I ever showed you guys, Mary I Melissa. So. I still have the article, but I had a woman who uh, specialized in antiques and worked for the Patriot Ledger. She did this whole spread on the property, and she had a lot of information with a lot of the... I, like She knew like she would look at the door handles, and she would be like, yep, this definitely came from a ship because <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have... At that time, they didn't have what the resources to build to make that here. So it was made overseas and then mm -hmm. shipped here. So it was really interesting to see all that. Mm -hmm. So um, I have no idea what time it is or anything like that. But 781-837-49. Okay, 781-837-4900. We definitely uh, need to get that clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Ben is waiting for any phone calls that you may have, anything that you have to discuss regarding real estate. Uh, any question, we will be happy to take. Again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Melissa Wallace and Mary Baker. And we have Larry with us. I can't, because you told me Ben might text me mm -hmm. if somebody calls, but my phone is hooked up to this thing. So, <laughs> Ben, don't text me. Text Melissa. <laughs> or you Mary. got it. Yeah, or Larry, because um, I'm on this thing. I don't yeah. know what it is. So It's a fine Mackie mixer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm very jealous of that, actually. I will he say saw that. Some, I, did, I did put some photos up on my, my oh, page, you did? so they saw some oh, of that awesome. stuff today. Perfect. I'm very jealous yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, hey, come on over here and, you know, do whatever you guys do with that. I just said, leave it the way it's supposed to be. We'll push it aside until next Tuesday. <laughs> Don't forget, once you get familiar with it, you can put that on the resume. AV technician. <laughs> Audio lead. That's what the title yeah. is. If this real estate thing doesn't work out for me, Ben, that's certainly what I'll do. That sounds good. So. Backup plans are always oh. good. We were yeah. talking about building some real studios here, so mm. you may be able to rent some space out to Ed. Oh, yeah. He buys any more radio stations. <laughs> oh, we'll just go to Sharon's. She's got a studio. Yeah, I'll let him rent out the space. He can put a big antenna on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rent him the space. <laughs> so, um, again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara along with Melissa Wallace and Mary Baker. We have Larry here with us tonight from WATD. And uh, we're just talking, we were originally going to talk about condos, but we ended up getting on this little, um, little session about antiques and how much we love them. And we actually have a couple other antiques that we're listing right now. Mary, do you want to talk about, I mean, they're under agreement, but um, some of the details in some of those properties. Oh, it's weird because the client of one of them is calling Mary <laughs> right is, now. I say you put them on and put them on speakerphone and say, hey, your ears are ringing. You want to oh. talk about your house? Yeah. He, he's an architect, so he'd have a lot to tell um, yeah. about the house. But it's this beautiful house at 870 High Street in Bridgewater, and it has this mix of an old world colonial, like a, a center mm -hmm. staircase colonial with this beautiful spiral staircase that you would never see right now. Mm. Um, it's beautiful. A fireplace in every room. Mm. Uh, so nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, I love it, the shutters. They have shutters, um, like indoor shutters that are on the windows and you mm -hmm. know, somebody painted them or whatever. So it would take some work for somebody to like sort yeah. of make them so they work again. But they're just so beautiful. The detail that you get in an they antique. They still make those. You can yeah. still get those. Yeah. But I mean, you can't. You can't get the antique part of it. But, yeah. But they could take those down and, and dip them and clean them up and stuff. Yeah, but they look great. Yeah. Yeah, they're all painted. They're well, all it white. It gives like a nice little detail to it. Mm -hmm. that it's kind of unexpected, and um, so the homeowner was actually telling me it's on the west side of the house because that's where uh, I guess 
it was hottest during the day Mm -hmm. so they could close up the shutters and kind of keep the house cool. Mm -hmm. It's like, see, it's just those like little things. Um, And it's nice little stories to tell people that come through, you know, the open house or a Mm -hmm. private showing or something like that. But Mm -hmm. I did hear a rumor that the sellers of 870 High Street are one of the best Halloween houses. Yes. <laughs> Did you? Yes. From Trish Flynn. Yes. <laughs> okay. They, they are the one best. of the yeah. They give out the best candy at Halloween, so oh. <laughs> everyone's gonna be very upset when they leave. So. Well, the buyers have big, big yeah. shoes to fill. The buyers have to take care of that. You see, that should be in the deed right there. No? <laughs> it should be. Oh, Keep another, the going. Sorry, another really cool thing that I found out about this house that I didn't even realize when we were buyer's agents on it the first time, mm-hmm. there is a loom upstairs. Yeah, like a you spinning, didn't know. No, oh, wow. yeah. A spinning loom, and then he has the attachments that were coming mm-hmm. off of it, so that's what they used to use to, like, make clothes and carpets and blankets, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the coolest thing when we were upstairs in the attic, I was yelling at everybody. I'm like, don't touch it, don't touch it, don't yeah. touch it. Just look, just look, don't break. Yeah. It's in them. One of the things that I looked up when I was there yeah. is the fireplaces have they sort of wing out on the side, like the insert that goes in there, and they're called an Edison uh, Franklin 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 mm-hmm. um, a Franklin stove stove. And the, I was talking to the homeowner about them, and he said that the val- he looked one up one time, and the value was like $8,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if the new buyer knows that, because I couldn't find that in print. So, But everyone doesn't have one. I know that the two downstairs do for sure. But it, we looked it up, and I have There's all the history six. on it, the six of them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, it's really, you would love this, well, this house. The, you should the, see this, this house. would have been a well-to-do family that originally uh-huh. owned mm-hmm. that house because those weren't cheap back in the day. Oh, yeah. You I know. mean, even to think that the, the value of them right now. Have you seen those before? I think I've seen, I maybe I've seen a few yeah. different times. And they were knockoffs, of course, like they are today of things. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the ones that they have, I remember, Mary, I, I printed off because yeah. I went onto Wikipedia and I found, you know, some information on it. So we had it at the house so people would know about it. But it did have something to do with Edison, didn't it? No, it was no, uh, it no. was it was designed by Benjamin Franklin. Oh, okay. um, they were very efficient stove. Very, still navy today. Yeah, yeah, they were consi- so the way that they were designed, there was a metal box in in the back that kind and the wings so to speak, were basically to um, suck fumes in and out rather than like in and up the chimney rather Mm -hmm. than out into the house um, and keep the heat out into the house rather than losing all of it up. but I guess it didn't become popular until after, a long time after Benjamin, like they did a rebranding. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> rebranding back then. <laughs> rebranding. Well, rebranding. Passing. And too, like one of the things that I love about antiques as well is, you know, a lot of times people will say, oh, the closets are so small. And it's like, well, the reason they're small. These closets is, are big. I know the closets in that house are big. These closets are big. And the closets that we have in um, on School Street there's two in every bedroom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at some point, somebody had done some type of res- renovation or it was somebody of wealth because yeah. the rooms are huge in this house. Mm-hmm. And the, the built-ins, the bedrooms are huge. And it has, uh, the, it's there's a lot of space in this house. But one of the things I love about that house too, what I was going to say something. Oh, in the master bedroom, it has a small, small, small ba- bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you never see that in an antique. Well, I mean, obviously. Are you talking I about mean, School Street? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, School Street. Mm. I didn't even, so I did the open house maybe a couple weeks ago. Mm. And I I hadn't even, I've been through the house many times, but I was going around putting lights on and then I 
I like opened a door, it was a little a little yeah. bit cracked, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a bathroom in here. <laughs> like it didn't even it didn't even occur to me because it is an antique, and, yeah. it, and they didn't have master bathrooms. Yep. So I opened the door. I was like, oh, okay. I know. They just had like a little pitcher of water, and they yeah. said, Let's go that's, down to the river. That's yeah. one of the one of the things with the Webster House. You can do the tour, and they say, oh, this had a master bathroom, and this was a dressing room. Oh. And then as things progressed, they put a bathroom in. They added yeah. things. Yeah. And we just when they renovated the the, the building, they just left yeah. the bathroom in there. And they always had like the small room, which was the birthing room. That was yeah. usually there's on the south. There's a small room in yeah. there, and it's it's east, I think. East side. That house. Was yeah. it on the east side? This, of in this house, it's on the east side. Okay. I'm thinking the house in uh, Kingston that that I have friends that own. Um, they had a morning room, mm-hmm. and that would be on the. I think that's on the west side of the house. West side where all the heat yeah. is for the day, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Where the sun rises? Yeah, sun rises, sun in the, sets. Yeah. In the what? East. In the east. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. wouldn't it make sense for the morning room, morning to, be, room to be in the east? Hmm. Uh, yeah, it would, but we'll do some more research on it. I let Larry, <laughs> I let Larry borrow my book, so... Yeah. I, I mean, I'm happy to let you keep that book. Yeah, I'm gonna bring you... it back. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. But some yeah. cool things in there. Yeah. The one thing, my house was built in the 30s. There's no closet on the first floor. There's mm. no hall closet. Mm. There's no linen closet upstairs. There's no closet in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But there's decent sized closets in the bedrooms. Yeah. So, a three bedroom house, three closets. Well, I don't think you know, when they did bathe in. Well, I mean, not the 1930s. I mean, they were still bathing. I mean, there was two bathrooms up here in this house. There's no closets in mine. Yeah. I'm just realizing that. I, there's there's no closets in the front part of my house. What year was your house built? 1800s. Really? Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. There's like a little cubby. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of little cubbies that are like... They didn't have as much stuff. We have more stuff than mm-hmm. we need. Then we need stuff to put our stuff in. Then You're we need a bigger me. house to put stuff in. And then before you know it, we need a storage unit to put all that stuff in so we can put more stuff... In our other place. <laughs> well, we did. We did stuff. have a, a pantry. We turned that into a bathroom. But, uh-huh. Oh, um, I love a walk-in you know. pantry. Oh, I miss it. I do. I really miss oh, yeah. it. But I don't have to go upstairs to a bathroom during the day. Yeah. So no, I like that. That, that mm-hmm. part I, I And especially like. for your mother too. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's no, my, my, we put it in. My aunt and uncle were staying with yeah. us then, and they were in their 80s. And, yeah. You know, so it was easier for them. Yeah. You know, not to go upstairs all the time. You definitely have to be one who loves antiques, and I think that that's why I love this space here. Mm-hmm. And the space, like, everybody who's in here, I mean, the, the energy is just amazing. So mm-hmm. if you're ever in the area, to our listeners, we're located at 19 Mattachisa Street. People have been just popping in. It's yeah. really fun. Whether so. you need to buy a house or not, yeah. come on by, because you never know. You yeah. may buy a new house. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you might know somebody who needs <laughs> to buy a new house. So we're happy I think to we have. all do. I think mm-hmm. we all need somebody that is looking to... The family's getting bigger, or the family's getting smaller, and yeah. that goes back to what you're going to talk about next week, condos and yeah. downsizing. and Right-sizing. It's called right-sizing. Is that the new word for it now? Well, Larry, right-sizing? I've been saying it for eons, and you don't listen to my shows. You told me that earlier. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually getting ready to go to bed for some reason this early, because I'm getting up very early in the morning and very doing stuff. Yeah. But, you know, when you do you look at some of these uh, condos now, um, like the Pine Hills and Redbrook and stuff, yeah. and I've met lots of people who've moved in. I've known people that we moved in there to right size. Right size. I have yeah. more closet space than I ever had, mm-hmm. and I've ever had in a house before. <laughs> I have more rooms that I've never been to yet in yeah. this place, and I'm like, yeah, they're they look small, but they're big. Yeah, and that is that is something that we will talk about next week, and we'll talk about uh, just to give our listeners a recap. So that was a good intro into that, Larry. Uh, we're going to talk about condos, but 
you know, the difference between new construction, which most people were getting down at Pine Hills, and then, you know, a resale and things that you have to be cautious about. Well, when the Pine Hills now is in resale because they've been around for 10 years, over 10 years now. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't believe you hear the music. <laughs> if you um, you can go onto our website, we have a little catching up to do uh, at talkrealestateradio.com. You can listen to all of our past shows. I promise by the end of the week we'll have that up to date for you. And um, you can go to bostonconnect.com and find all of the information about Boston Connect Real Estate. If you need a one-on-one consultation, please feel free to give us a call, 781-826-8000. We will see you next week. And thank you, Ben. Thanks. You're very <laughs> welcome as always. Have a good night, everybody.